Oh, someone's turned our whole family into cursed spiders. If you can get the medals, you can save us. But if you don't want to, if you've got something better to do, don't worry about it. This month on Pod'em Up, we're playing a relatively unknown underwater platformer for the Nintendo DS. It's the legendary Starfy. Elsewhere, Tibbs has finally got into Zelda, and in a big way, though he still can't help himself from having a bit of a moan. Join us for that and some other stuff in episode 58 of Bottom Up. You're listening to episode 58, to be precise, of the popular long-running podcast. Uh, I am Ollie, and the other man here is Tibbs. Hello, Tibbs. All right. All right. Um, so, first proper episode of 2024. We'll ignore yeah. the fact that the last episode also came out in 2024, but that was that was last year. That was that's that's over now. That's over and done with. We're on 2024 now, season seven, I think, if you're counting seasons. Which we aren't officially, but we sort of are. I was going to say I didn't know we were, but yeah, okay, I'll go with that. We're not because some some podcasts have uh, named their episode season whatever episode. Well, I I think that's I don't, I don't know. I find that a bit weird. Almost a little a little bit pretentious as well. Yeah, but uh, you know, unofficially there there are seasons, I guess. So we're in our sev- seventh year, I think. Yeah, which sounds crazy, really, doesn't it? Does really. Yeah. Mm. So um, uh, legendary star feet today. On, yeah, on I've got a, I got a, I got a confession straight off. What, you, you haven't uh, played did, it? Not very much. Oh, uh, okay. Not very much at all, I'm afraid. Uh, um, kind of right. let the side down on this one, but uh, I've been I've been absorbed with Zelda. I've, yeah, well, this was going to be the, the thing I was going to lead into. You, yeah. You've discovered Zelda since our last episode. Finally, yeah, you've seen the light in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So go on, tell us all about it then. I don't know. I, ju- I just just thought right. I'm going to give this because I I enjoyed it when we played Minish Cap. Yeah. Um, and I meant to, I always meant to go back to that, but I I never went through and finished it. And I thought, okay, well, what's the one everyone talks about? Zelda. It's Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And I happened upon a deal for uh, the 3DS versions of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Got them like super cheap. So I thought, okay, 2024. I'm going to give it a proper go. Yep. So I started with Ocarina of Time, and it didn't click with me straight away. I, I had to, you know, it t- it took a while for it to really sort of click. But once it did, I've been completely hooked, yeah. and I, I I couldn't put it down. Fantastic, um, yeah, it's 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 such such a good game. Yeah, it is good. I I I did have a few criticisms. Yeah, I have to say, um, I. 
I would put some of it down to just like old older game design. That is the thing. Yeah, I mean, some things just don't age as well, and things are sort of improved over the years. So. But then I w- I've gone on to Wind Waker as well, and mm. I've I've noticed a couple of things in that as well that I don't like, but not enough to not enough to put me off of it. The, 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 it's overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're um, just so good that any sort of niggles you have just sort of melt away a bit, don't they? To some extent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the the two things that immediately spring to mind was Ocarina of Time. There's a bit where there's like a big fish thing, um, um, and you you got you got to get it to open its gob. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And to do that, you got to entice it with a smaller fish. Yeah. And just like right next to where that dungeon is, there's a fishing mini game. So mm. obviously, I think ah, right, get the fish from the fishing game bring it to the big fish i couldn't get it to work every time you catch a fish in the mini game when you leave that area he the guy behind the counter just takes the fish off you again so i thought okay well maybe if you catch a big enough fish then it'll be like oh i can't take this off you keep the fish as a reward so i, I plumbed away at that <laughs> bloody fishing game <laughs> And I, I was getting nowhere. And in the end, I had to look it up. And it's, no, no, you just get a jar. And you just get an empty jar and you just catch a fish in an empty jar in a different part of the level. Yeah. And the fishing game is, comp- it doesn't, it matters absolutely nothing to anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember you um, tweeting about the fishing game. And yeah. I, I don't remember really playing the fishing game very much. So I was thinking, hang on, did I play the fishing game or not? Because uh, if it's if it's a key, if it was a key part of the the game, then I would have remembered it more. Yeah, it's not a key part of the no, game at all, as far no, as I, I, I think can tell. I don't know if you get like some special item if you probably if you keep do. At it, probably do, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Mm. And the other bit that got me, and this this really irritated me, was Wind Waker. Um, there's a bit where you have to the two characters rediscover themselves as being sages and yes. you have to uh, take them to the temple to you know open up the that part of the the quest so one of these sages is hiding behind a waterfall right mm. and you know he's there because he's playing his little instrument oh yeah he's, he's, you yeah. know and this you can see the musical notes coming out from behind the waterfall how do you get in the waterfall well I tried everything. I tried playing the Wind Waker, all the different melodies outside the waterfall. I tried going all around the island looking for a way in. I tried going all over the place. The way you have to do it is you swing on a rope just above it and you have to let go at just the right time that you fly into the waterfall and mm. it will just take you through into a, a thing. There's no, in- You don't do that anywhere else in the game. It's never never suggested that you can swing into an apparently solid wall and go through it at any point in the game. There's no indication on the waterfall, not like a you know a a a faint outline of a little a little crevice behind it. There's nothing. Mm. And I, when you get in there, the little guy goes, "Oh, I'm surprised you found me. You're surprised. You're surprised." <laughs> I was not impressed. Oh, I was not impressed. I spent ages, and again, I had to look it up. And I was like, "How? How would I? How was I supposed to figure that out? I don't get it. I don't know. Mm, 
but other than that, it's it's lovely. I've been I've been having a, a really good time with it. But it does mean that I've not dedicated as much time as I should have done to the legendary Starfy. So I've I've nowhere near completed it. I'm afraid. Oh, well, that's all right. Um, should we talk about anything you liked about the games then? <laughs> oh, I I like plenty about them. Um, I really liked um. It shouldn't take me that long to think about it, should it? <laughs> it's a great game. I absolutely loved it. I've got these problems and nothing else I want to say about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, what I liked, um I liked I actually liked Link cuz L- yeah. Link is one of the things that put me off it to be honest cuz he's got that daft hat and I I <laughs> I know <laughs> I know it's shallow, yeah. but it's one of these things where you just do you ever get it where there's like a game? There's another game out at the moment. Um, I can't, is is it called Pizza Tower or something? Oh yeah, Pizza Tower. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going on about it. Yeah. I'm not. I can't bring myself to play it because I hate the art style. Do and you? It, yeah, oh, right. I hate it. And I just, it, it's one of these things. That I just it's probably a really really good game, mm. but I just can't get over that art style. And that's what it was for Zelda for a long time. It's just like, what? It's it's that daft floppy hat. Why is he wearing it? Yeah. Incidentally, I did have Pizza Tower um, shortlisted as a book club pick. At oh one really? Point. Okay. I should, perhaps I should remove it. Well, no. I, well, I maybe not because I put off playing Zelda for ages. Well, that's it, now... that's true. You might discover your new favourite game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, I did. Re- I did just remind me again, though. Um, mm. There was a, one of the dungeons in Ocarina of Time. Mm. Um, it was. I can't remember. It was one of the temples. I can't remember which one it is. Um, I went in. I had my red tunic on to protect me against the fire. Yeah. Right. I had um, uh, the not the best shield, but you know the the one up shield that you get. The the adult shield. Yeah. Um, so I go in there. There's like this gelatinous bastard on the floor uh, the, i don't know what he's called the like likes the like likes yeah everyone right. ha- everyone hates the like likes they're the worst he just gobbled them up him. didn't he yeah gobbles yeah. up your stuff gobbled up the stuff and then to get it back i had then had to go and get all the rupees to buy a new tunic and because i hadn't got the wallet upgrade yet i had mm. to go get the tunic then go back earn all the money again get another shield do it all, back and forward back and forward back and forward but I did it, so you know. Mm. I thought I said on Twitter I've been games for less in the past, to be honest. <laughs> but so it's it's a testament to the fact I was enjoying it. Yeah. I, you know, I I, I absolutely. Did it. If you can go get, survive that, yeah. Yeah, I really like the time traveling. I like the the. the it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I love the. I, I don't. I don't know all the names. I haven't re- committed all the names of the different races and species mm. to to memory yet. Mm-hmm. Um. The, the roly-poly guys who eat rocks. The Gorons. Gorons. I yeah. love them. They're great, aren't they? They they're appear great. in they appear in a lot of games. So yeah, they're just again. lovely, friendly, friendly little guys. They they like to eat the rocks. They but they want the the best rocks from the mine to eat, and they that's oh, right. Ah, it's great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I mean, for Ocarina of Time, it's been a, quite a while for me since I played it. Wind Waker, I've played more recently. I played the Wii U uh, port. Yeah, that's the one I'm playing. Um, so I, I, I struggle to remember a lot of the details of Ocarina. I think for both of them, when I first played them, because um, Wind Waker is my first Zelda game, and that I had the version on the GameCube which contained a, a second disc with Ocarina on it, like a, mm. an emulation of it. So I played that sort of the following year. Um, and I think 
perhaps the reasons I was, didn't get many of these frustrations is because I just cheated a lot and just looked up the <laughs> solutions when I got even a little bit stuck, <laughs> which I t- tend not to do now. Like I didn't do that really at all for um, what's the recent one, um, Tears of the Kingdom. So I hopefully I've, I've learned since then. But the thing but is, that, I I can see why you would do it because some of the some, some of the puzzles are aren't obtuse. really yeah. yeah they are really obtuse yeah. and you know some of the the solutions you would really only stumble on through desperation and repetition and th- and things like that they aren't really yeah, it, easy to deduce what it wants you to do sometimes definitely definitely um, it's just whether how much tolerance you have for that sort of thing. Um, yeah, because I can see people getting frustrated with that, and fair enough, you know, it is it is yeah. an ask, but it's also that it's just like not like any puzzle game. It's really satisfying if you can figure it out yourself and you can get it get there without sort of looking it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I love I I love the art style of Wind Waker, um, and I love the I I don't know if it's I mean it's obviously sort of a, a, a almost post-apocalyptic world because the whole yeah. of Hyrule's been sunk underwater. But it's a lovely world. What's <laughs> that? So, do you know what? I absolutely love just sailing in that game. Just yeah. sailing around that wonderful music that comes with you. Yeah, uh, and you get the little seagulls following. You get the you seagulls and... following. You can pan the camera around. You can just see the islands in the distance, and as you get closer, they get more and more detailed. It's just it's just wonderful. You know, it's I, really nice. A, a lot I of people that I read beforehand were saying like. The sailing between the islands is like the the worst bit of the game because no, there's just be- nothing happening. Almost but it's like, the best bit, yeah. I, I love was going to say it's, you got you just got to soak yourself in that atmosphere of the game. I think and once once you're really into it, yeah, it's kind of it's quite a relaxing bit. I think mm. you know it's it's just one of those things where you're sort of one with the sea and the, it's the, the the way the sea is really done really well. Like um, mm. technically, you know, it just bobs up and down and you you ride these huge like waves and things. It's just oh, I love it, I love it. Yeah, there's, it's nice and like it. it if you've just come out out of like a really difficult dungeon or a really difficult quest, and you mm. you know, it's been a it's been a bit of a, a stressful one, you know, you could just float about filling in bits of the sea chart. You yeah, know, I love doing that. I love go off that in look. a different direction and just see what's there. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. It's Find, really good. Finding the little fish guy, he gives he feels yeah. on your map for you. He has a little joke and stuff. Yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Yeah, it's 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 really good. I really like it. The the only mm. thing. I would say because I think I'm I think I'm right towards the I would say the last sort of ten percent of the game now. I've um, oh, right. I'm basically just collecting the bits of the Triforce and then mm. I think it's the final dungeon. Now. As I understand it, and I don't really remember remember noticing the difference, but in the GameCube version, that bit takes a lot longer. There's, there's uh, they shortened it in the Wii U version because people thought it took too long to find all those. Triforce I mean, bits. Still, it doesn't. It's not that it takes too long, but there's a lot of artificial obstacles in the way it's like um, remind me it's where you have to go and find them in the sea they're sort of buried treasure and you have to pull them out is that right yes that's right but in order to find them in the sea you need to get a map and in order to you get the map but then you can't read the map unless tingle oh, decodes yeah, tingle, it for yeah. you that's right yeah. and tingle charges you 398 oh yes that's one. right he charges you ridiculously high amounts ridiculous of amount <laughs> so you know what should be just get the map get the thing is now get the map get the rupees go to tingle decode it then go back then get the thing. it just it's oh, extra steps added yeah um, i remember it, I remember it really It feels hating like it's them. padding and I, there's no need for it. It's no. it's been a really nice adventure up to that point. There's mm. no need to try and pad it out. Yeah. Yes, you don't yeah. That, I, I agree with that. I remember getting frustrated with that but yeah. definitely. Yeah. 
But I, I've got. I think you got. I think you need to get seven or eight pieces. I think I've got five now, so I'm really close to to oh, okay. finishing it off. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um. One thing I noticed as well. I, I again. I commented this on 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 Twitter. How polite all the quest givers are in Ocarina of Time. Like everyone you speak to is like, oh, um, ah. Oh, Ganon is Ganondorf is ravishing the village. Oh, we need fifteen things to save us. But if you don't want to, it's fine. You you, you don't have to. You don't have to help us if you don't want to. Oh, someone's turned our whole family into cursed spiders. Oh, if you can get the medals, you can save us. But if you don't want to, if you've got something better to do, don't worry about it. You know, it's it's just. <laughs> I can't remember that detail to be honest, but I'll take your word for it. It is. It's, it's really notable. Like everyone, even yeah. like you, you go into like one of those like um, little archery mini games. You go in there, and you, the guy gives you all the spiel about why you need to play the archery game and how it's good and everything. And at the end, it goes. But if you're not interested, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's nice, it's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just really yeah. polite. But then in uh, Wind Waker, there's, you meet this little bird bloke and he, he's guarding this room and he's like, oh, if only I could get a golden feather because my mm. girlfriend really wants a golden oh, feather. Yeah. Yeah. So I got him one. I go back. He goes, oh, that's, oh, thanks. That's really good. Actually, can I have 20? <laughs> <laughs> so where am I? <laughs> Where's, how'd you leap from 1 to 20? Yeah. Well, what's, what's, no, no, you can't get actually. Yourself. Yeah. That is funny in like Zelda and a lot of adventure games where you just have to do these random chores for people. Like, do it yourself. Why have I got to do it? You know? Yeah. Lazy. But no, it's um, yeah, I've been having a great time with it. Um, I bought the Hyrule Historia. I saw. Yeah. Um, is that um? What's the most recent game in that? Have they done a more up to date version? Because I got it, I think, when Skyward Sword came out. I I think it's I don't think it's been updated since okay. then, and I I I bought mine on eBay, so I don't know. It oh, wasn't okay. like the latest and greatest. Right. Yeah, because I've version. seen it. I've seen it in like Waterstones quite recently still. So I do. I wondered if they had a newer version out these days. Yeah. Hmm. No, no. I I just picked it up nice and cheap. Um, and I also bought, um, but I haven't played yet. Um, a link between worlds, and Triforce Heroes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've not. I've not. I've not even took them out of the box yet. No, I've not played either of those. Triforce Heroes isn't that well regarded, I think, as far as I'm aware. No, I only got it because it was cheap. It was oh, like fair 11, enough. It was like eleven pounds sealed. Oh, so. ooh, nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's that. good. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm I'm well on board the the Zelda train now. So um... I'm so glad to hear. It. I've been waiting literally like two decades for this <laughs> for you to catch up on Zelda. So <laughs> welcome aboard at last. Better late than never. <laughs> Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, great. So, have you had time for anything else, or is it just mainly Zelda? No, no. It's 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 been uh, it's been Zelda all the way. Um, oh. I've been playing a bit with um, I've I played through Sonic Mania um from uh, little bits. It's weird you should say that. I've also been doing that. Mm. Well, the reason I've been playing it is because um, I've been messing about with Pretendo. Um, which is the the net, Nintendo Network replacement for the Wii, yeah. uh, Wii U. Yeah. Um, so it brings back the all. It doesn't work with all the games yet, but it brings back um, lots of the Miiverse features for things like Super Mario Maker and um, uh, Splatoon, mm. uh, lots of other games. And you get the 
I didn't know it was called this, but apparently it's called the Wara Wara Plaza, where all the little men run down at the beginning. Yeah. Um, when you boot up your Wii U. Yeah. Um, when the Nintendo shut it down, it just showed like little generic messages all around on the, yes. the little icons. Yes. Pretendo Network brings it back, so how it was before, so you oh, see messages nice. from everyone on you know going around what games they're playing. Yeah. And I noticed that in the um, little icons uh, was Sonic Mania, and I was thinking, well, it never got, never got. A version for the Wii U, but someone ported it. Yeah. So I've been I've installed that and gave that a try. So I've been playing that on the Wii U. Um, Excellent. That's nice. Ooh, Runs great. perfectly and yeah, it's a good mm. game. I that, don't know if I've mentioned it, but I really like it. Yeah, yeah, it rarely rarely comes up. <laughs> um, that Pretendo is that going to be able to replace the servers for like Splatoon and Mario Kart when Nintendo rip that down later this year? Yes, it already works for Mario Kart. Does um, it? Oh, it already works for Splatoon, but Splatoon only works for private matches at the moment. Uh, public mm. matches don't work yet, but it's all, it's all, it's still in in development. Oh, that's fantastic! Um, and when they when it's completed, it's going to be free for everyone to use. You can mm. get you can get beta access at the moment if you make a donation. Um, but when they, you know, when it's ready for prime time, it's going to be, you know, free. It's all open source. Um, Isn't it great that there's just people working on this sort of thing? I love it. It's I love just, it. It's, it's so, so good. good. It is so good. And yeah. the, uh, well, again, going back to Wind Waker, um, the got the the Wii U version has like a little message in a bottle thing. So you can write a yeah. message and chuck it into the sea, and then as you're going along, you see little little bottles floating along, and you can pick up messages from other people. Um, that's all working in my version, thanks to Pretendo. That's all back and up and running. Um, Brilliant. You know, because uh, that, that would have gone when the Miiverse shut down. So, mm. yeah, it's just really nice to have, you know, that bit of the game that I would have missed out on completely, uh, thanks to the, you know, people doing things like the Pretendo project. Mm. It's all still there to enjoy. It's, it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, might try that out myself. Yeah, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, good. Okay. So what about you? Um, not a great deal. Um, I've played a few things, but like no more than like twenty minutes of each, really. Okay. Uh, I've had a little go on. I've been, <laughs> in my hasty notes. I've written Mario versus Zelda. That's not right. That's Mario <laughs> versus Donkey Kong. They put a demo out on the Switch, the new version of Mario vs. Oh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. played any of those? No. No, they're quite good. It's quite good. As I understand it, it's an, it sort of evolved from Donkey Kong 94, I think, on the Game Boy. And then it's, it's kind of evolved as a series since then. But it's basically just a little platform where you play as Mario and you've got these little toy Marios. And uh, we've, well, Donkey Kong's. Uh, Donkey Kong's seen an advert on the TV for this toy Mario, he really wants it but the toy shop's sold out so he goes directly to the factory and steals them all so Mario has to come in and rescue all of, all of his own toys and um, you get one from each level and it's just like little kind of mini platform puzzle sections, you know they're just really sort of quite bite sized and they're quite quite fun, quite enjoyed it um, there's one where you a bit, reminds me a bit of Lemmings actually where you've got uh, there's special levels where you you have toys following you and you can direct them to, to sort of press buttons and things and they, they're like platforms underneath you and you're above where you move they sort of follow you and they hop up and do different things so oh nice yeah some quite good yeah um, Battle Axe have you seen this game? 
No. This is a you probably you might have seen it if you don't know it by name. It's a top. This is sort of, it was really nice pixel art. It's kind of a more recent indie game. Uh, oh, I might. Have, did, did you mention this on the last episode? I've mentioned it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it's ringing a bell now. Hang on, battle axe. Let me have a look. It's like a top-down sort of medieval beat 'em up in a way. Mm. Very arcadey presentation right from the title screen. You know, it's good. It's good. I realised that I don't know if I can do button mashes anymore because it really takes it out on my hands and my wrists. Mm. Like, oh, is it really? Like a... It's one of those just tap, 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 tap. Yeah. And I was playing it for 20 minutes and then I was like, oh, God, my wrist and hand really hurts. And they've been giving me jip ever since. So oh, I think I'm just getting old for that sort of game, sadly. Yeah. You know, I I've had it, I had it, um, was it last year or the year before with turtles on the the, the new turtles beat them up yeah um i just got to a point where i just i literally can't play this anymore because it's really hurting and um yeah it's, it's I've, not, I've never been good at like you know heavy tap 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 games no. like, like track and field or oh things yeah like no. That, where you, like, oh, no i've never no. been good at those no I, I was really struggling with those i found that instead of because i used to use my thumb for those and just tap tap, mm. tap i found i could do it much better if i just get my index finger and just jab it repeatedly but even that hurts, so yeah. I don't really. Yeah, I have to try and avoid those in future, sadly. Um, but or get a turbo pad. Or get a turbo pad. Yeah, fine. There, there must be. Yeah, there must be some ways of doing doing things more easily like that these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Chorus. This is like a three D aerial combat game in space. Space shooter. Um, it's quite good. It's got sort of more of a triple triple A experience, really. Um, it's kind of like open world, I think. I've only played the tutorial mission. It was nice, but I really couldn't get on with the controls. Like the 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 movement movement is split between the two sticks. Like you'll use the right stick to go left and right, and the other one to oh, to, yeah, to yeah. sort of strafe around. And I just for some reason it just wasn't clicking with me. I'm sure you can probably just tweak it in the in the settings. I did have a look, but it looked too complicated. So I don't know. I might park that one. Um, I only got it for like four quid, so you know. And um, uh, Marsupilami. Do you remember Marsupilami? The little I remember dude with the cartoon. The incredibly long tail. Yeah. Yeah, I got one of these um, fanatical bundles with it in because I, I amassed loads and loads of these after a while because you get like pay, pay a pound for like three games or something. So I thought I'll give that a go. That's quite fun. It's quite nice. Nice yeah, little I two. Point... I didn't know there was a game. Yeah, it's quite it's quite new. It's like a new like a rebrand rebranded looking Marsupilami. I don't know yeah. if it accompanies a TV show or something, but or if it's just what it is. But it's just like a little fun 2.5D platformer, sort of in the vein of Donkey Kong Country or Ukulele and the Impossible Lair that remind me, reminded me of. <clears throat> yeah, it's nice. It's quite sort of child it's quite child friendly. It's not it's not super difficult. I was sort of breezing through some of the levels, but it's it's nice. Nicely presented, looks great. Not bad for like, you know, less than a pound or whatever I paid for it. Mm. It's nice to I uh, those little games can often surprise you, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, I I like the little bundles like that. You Sometimes you you know you get them and there's there's you know majority of them aren't very notable. In most way, of them. But every now and then you get like a little gem in there that yeah. just makes the whole thing worth it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Most of them I've never even heard of, um, but you'll see things in there. Oh, that looks quite nice actually. Mm. It just goes to show how many games there are coming out these days, and they can yeah. very easily just slip under the radar, can't they? Yeah, I think I think at the moment, I mean, especially this generation, I think. The indie scene is where everything exciting is happening at the moment. Um, well, that's it, yeah. 
I mean, um, AAA, all sorts of things. I mean, you've, they've got layoffs and everything going on at the moment. And it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a mess. I don't know what's that a result of. Possibly a lot of things going wrong. But I mean, I, I won't pretend to, to say I know anything about business, but, mm. you know, spending millions or billions developing a game it can't possibly be sustainable really and i don't yeah. i don't know if a game needs to be that expensive to that's, be honest. that's the thing i don't know either i mean they're getting think, to ridiculous levels now where they're rivaling like blockbuster movies it's difficult and you can see them trying to eke out every possible penny they can from these deluxe versions and oh I god know. knows what else i know but like I say, you know, the original Metal Gear Solid team, you know, was relatively small by today's standards. Tomb Raider was like six or seven people. Yeah. Um, you know, the original Sonic the Hedgehog team, you know, it's about twelve people, I think. About twelve people. You know, and they they managed to turn out these really, you know, it, beloved games. Hmm. I don't think you need, you know. Uh, five teams spread across five continents and, you know, a credit screen that goes on for 40 minutes because there's so many people listed. I know. You know, there comes a point where you just think, are all these really absolutely necessary for the game? Or are you just trying to, you know, make a big blockbuster event product? And I, mm. I think maybe get back to making the game, the core game needs to be the the main thing that you focus on yeah. and if you've got time for bells and whistles and stuff afterwards by all means but yeah I, but I, again what do i know about yeah i don't i don't know if these, these layoffs will signal a, a change in the way the industry does it like if these games just aren't sustainable anymore i don't know um, i mean i think that i mean the big one the big layoffs was the blizzard microsoft thing merger one there but i think a lot of that could just be down to, you know, if one huge company buys another huge company, they don't need two lots of CEOs, two lots of HR mm. teams, two lots, you know. So yeah. whenever you've got two companies sort of joining together like that, they're going to have a bit of sort of deduplication going on. But yeah, it's it's not a good it's not a, a good barometer for the industry as a whole. I don't think to have that many layoffs and closures coming up. No, it's um, it's dreadful for these all these people. Mm. Um, yeah, but um, and in other news, um, there was this whole spec ops the line thing recently, wasn't there? Where it just yeah, just disappears, you know, without any warning. Yeah, this is another issue, a preservation issue, really, isn't it? Like this, I think it's a. I don't. I I'd never heard of this game. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it. Yeah. So it was yeah, a three sixty game originally. Uh, three sixty PS three. Yeah. yeah, and because it's got some licensing stuff in it. Those licenses have now expired, so it's it's still it was still on digital stores like Steam and Xbox Live and etc. But mm. now they've decided to remove it, which happens a lot. But usually you get a bit of warning, don't you? Yeah, this I think the the case with this one, it was just suddenly gone. Suddenly gone, and people were scrambling around to try and get it from like whatever stores had keys left, and people selling it for ridiculous amounts of money on eBay. I know they're selling it for yeah. stupid amounts on eBay. It's isn't ridiculous. That de- isn't that depressing? How the, things it, like that happen these days, isn't it? It really is depressing because I'm not. I'm not joking. I I bet last week, about a week ago today, you could have picked it up for about five quid on eBay. Yeah, 
It really wasn't a game. It, that's the thing. Everyone talks it up now. Everyone's talking like it was, it was this really watershed moment in gaming, and now yeah. it's been lost forever. Mm. And, you know, it, it wasn't, I don't think. I, 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 I mean, it as, was all right. As someone who it, knows nothing about the game, it looks like, you know, the kind of game that has been done time and time, like dozens and dozens of times since. It's one of those, like, gameplay-wise, it was fairly unremarkable. Mm. Um, there's there's a very graphic scene in there um, that shows the effects of um, white phosphorus in warfare and what it does to people, um, which I think is, it was a very ballsy thing to show in the, in, you know, in the context of... Um, other military games around the time, like Call of Duty, tended towards the sort of glorification of of yeah. war and things like that. For a game to, you know, really show no holds barred what these weapons can actually do to innocent people and and civilians. Um, so there was a very graphic scene like that. But generally, the the bulk of the game was just a standard shooter. Hmm. Um, it really wasn't, you know. I I didn't. It didn't leave any impact on me other than every now and then I think, oh, that scene was a bit rough. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and there's there's a bit of a twist in the story as well at the end. But honestly, if you've you you could see it coming a mile off. It <laughs> it you know. Okay. If I tell you, there's a very famous film that has very much the same sort of story. If I tell you what it is, it'll spoil the, the, the twist. But, um, yeah, it, it won't take anyone by surprise, I don't think. But it's an alright game. But the, the way everyone's talking it up, like it's this pivotal moment in gaming history that's now been lost, I think that's over-egging the pudding a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more the point, isn't it? That, or yeah. The, or the, uh, the precedent. Yeah. That... Yeah. This can happen. Like literally, you can a game can go disappear with no warning well, just, I mean, be- we, just because of licensing issues. We've been blowing the whistle about digital distribution and the dangers of it for yes. you know for as long as we've been doing the show. You know, and it is just another example of that. It just mm-hmm. shows it. It goes to show that digital is so frail, fragile. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it could just be taken away. And that's it. You got no recourse other than to go pay scalpers hundreds of pounds on eBay <laughs> yeah. for a game that you literally wouldn't have paid a fiver for last week. Because yeah. if if you would have, you'd have had it, wouldn't you? Yeah. So that will that price will come down. I'm sure once the buzz oh, yeah. about this goes down, it will just be. I mean, there's 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 hundreds and thousands of games that are in the same position. You know, yeah. so there's no reason that should stay special particularly. But. It's just. I mean, uh, I mean I, at least it had a physical release anyway. You know, there's there are many many games that haven't. And since then, and you know, if the way things are going to carry on, it could be a hell of a lot more. And for licensing reasons, just because they got a, a music track in them or whatever it is, it could just get ripped out instead of someone actually going in and coding it out to make sure people can still play it. It's easier just to take it down. So they will, unfortunately. Yeah, I made a comment on one of the on Twitter, someone like one of the articles about one of someone talking about it. I just replied and said, I'm selling my copy of Spec Ops Align for £500. And someone got really narky with me and replied and said... I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I so, that. So, someone replied and was like, oh, what, renting your mum out and doing it for you anymore? <laughs> I, was like, I was debating jumping in and defending you, saying, yeah, he is joking, but... I say it's obviously a joke, mate, come on. <laughs> <laughs> strong feelings from all sides on this yeah, one, I think. Yeah, strong feelings, yeah. 
I know. Um, okay. Well, any other news that's happened that you want to talk about? Well, are you stealing my bit? What was that bit? Oh, what me getting nasty about? Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there was a state of play the other day, wasn't there? Which I don't normally watch, but I watched it because there was big rumours that there was going to be a Sonic Generations remaster coming. So I thought, okay, yeah. I'll tune in and watch that. And it, um, I was sceptical about it because it was just like the slightest of hints, you know, but people seemed to be on it. I should have known better because it turned out it was true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was doing a, I was doing a bit of a you there, wasn't I? Yeah, I was getting, you were. I was getting a bit, you know, I was going to say, oh yeah, it'll be, if it comes out, it'll be full of crap that you don't need and either way you'll either way you'll be disappointed is what i said yeah yeah, for, yeah first of all it, it was like oh you'll you'll be disappointed and i i jokingly said oh you're, you're stealing my bit here mate yeah. and then i don't know if you posted that after or before and i missed it but then you were going on about how it's gonna have all the extra dlc and bits that you don't need i'm like hang on a minute you just told me you weren't stealing but look this is word for word what i would say <laughs> No. No, 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 no,
Oh, is that's, that Rage? That's Rage. That's a different oh. one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a tongue-in-cheek version where they they make like the worst version of Sonic Mania Two. Oh, come on. Yeah, sorry. Oh, are you? You've oh. misinterpreted that. <laughs> oh no, you're joking. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Go and go and look it up. It's Rage Twenty Twenty Four, and people just oh. put like, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never looked at it before, really. But as far as my understanding goes, they just make, oh, yeah, this is looking fun, Sonic Mania 2. And it's like, I don't know, Sonic homing attacking an endless stream of enemies, that sort of thing, you know. Oh, um, no, it's really put a downer on me. I was really excited about that. Oh, right. So you thought it'd be a, like a, almost like a game jam where everyone makes the perfect Sonic Mania 2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I really thought it was going to be, you know, the, the community coming together to show Sega how it was done again. But no. <laughs> no, apparently no, not. Sorry, not. No, no. I mean, you could start that if you want. There's nothing stopping you from making, like, encouraging everyone to make the perfect Sonic Mania 2. You know, we could try it on this podcast. I mean, I've been doing that since day one. (laughs) You have been doing that. That that is literally what you do a lot, yes. So, you know, I never shut up about it. I don't know what more I can do. (laughs) That's true, yeah. uh, Okay. Okay, well, I suppose we better move on then. That's taking the wind out of myself. Sorry about that. Yeah, okay. Right, so the legendary Starfy then, should we talk about that? I suppose. I suppose, yeah. Legendary Starfy is the game that we are talking about this month. It is developed by Toze, Toze, T-O-S-E, their name is. However we want to pronounce that, they're the ones who made it. It's also published by Nintendo. This is a Nintendo DS game that was released in Japan in July 2008, US in July 2009, and Australia in October 2009. So never actually made it to our shores. No. But I think any of those versions can be found boxed relatively cheaply, 20 to 30 quids on eBay. A brief glance told me. Um, so this is a 2D underwater platformer starring the titular Starfy, who is a yellow starfish who is Prince of Pufftop Palace. Uh, when a rabbit-like creature called Bunston falls from the sky into the palace, Starfy and his clam friend Mo attempt to help him regain his memories by gathering his missing shard pieces that are scattered across the oceans before they fall into the hands of a group of pirates called the Terrible Trio. So, fairly unknown game. Like yeah. I think I'd seen the box art somewhere, but I didn't know it by name. I haven't really heard much about it. Um, it's actually the fifth in the, the Legendary Starfy series. Yeah, that surprised me. But only this is the only one to leave Japan. So then Setsu no Starfy 1, 2, and 3, they were all Game Boy Advance games from 2002 onwards. Um, and then the fourth made the jump to the DS, and this one 
made it out to everyone else, uh, or most people. Anyway. Um, apparently, Nintendo considered the series too Japanese up until the fifth one. So, make of that what you will. Um, so, how how far did you get in this one? Uh, I honestly don't know. I but I played I I played it. Um, the title screen. Um, the bit after. Right. No, I don't. No, 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 <laughs> Are you gonna be really worried? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I, I played it for about well, a few hours. A good. Few okay, hours. Well, that's fine. That's fine. That's, that's what I did as well. I mean, I got yeah. to the fifth. I did the fifth world. I started the sixth world. So I, think I don't think I got that far. I think that's a fair um, old chunk of it. Yeah. So it's nice. It's a colourful two D game. Two um, D sprites mixed with a little bit of three D in the background. Starfy is the shape and colour of Ristar crossed with the cuteness of Kirby. I would say. Yeah. I, I definitely see the because that's what attracted me to it really. When people was describing it as being like uh, like a Kirby like game, mm. I thought you know like like cute little star, add some Kirby elements. That sounds lovely. Um, and so it was. Yeah, so it's an underwater platformer. I mean, mm. that's what it's marketed as. I would say, having played about f- the five worlds, I would say forty to fifty percent of it is out of water. So it's not like you're under there all the time. No. And when you're out, it kind of behaves like a regular platformer, really. Underwater, you can obviously sort of dash around freely. Don't have to worry about platforms and things. You've got an unlimited supply of air, being a starfish, so he can just swim around to his heart's content, really. Yeah. Uh, it, do, the underwater sections remind... I mean, there are, it's not really a, what I would call an overpopulated genre, the underwater platformer. No. Um, but it reminds me in a lot of ways of Echo the Dolphin, the way he handles mm. and yes. the, the way the levels are designed, you know, little tunnels going here and there. And... Do you know, I hadn't thought of that, but you are absolutely right. Yeah, it is mm. very similar that it would be another underwater platformer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and there's even there's like little um, sections in they were always annoyed me in Echo the Dolphin they work much better in here where you have to like knock a rock or a, a yeah. boulder around underwater mm. um, and it really yeah it just it put me in the mind of Echo the Dolphin quite a lot yeah yeah I mean it probably had a little bit more physics capability there to oh, sort of, yeah, to sort it, of it knock it around yeah, yeah yeah it's good yeah um, so the first world I found it took me a while to get into this game I didn't find mm. the first world particularly gripping I think the the mark the age it's marketed at is quite young I would yeah. say in general it's quite an easy game I mean there, there are bits where I died a few a few times but in general it's not going to challenge you I don't think and the first world doesn't really do anything to challenge you whatsoever it's very very simple there isn't really much in the way of interesting mechanics to work with it's mostly underwater uh, no, the I, I really did. Easy. <laughs> yeah, I I did think that this is I, I, when I was playing through the first world. Yeah. I did think uh, this is going to be one of those games where we got nothing to talk about. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it sort of picks up after that. Um, but also, what put, uh, what put me off a little bit was the the all the talking and the characters a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of wanted to get on with it. You know, I, I wanted mm. it to be a little bit more silent because. Um, <laughs> There's loads of characters to meet. Um, I got to say, I didn't find a lot of them very interesting or no, entertaining. No, I, so. I think Starfy is is the main yeah, the main event. and he's the, the only one that doesn't I can take or leave. Really, he's the only one that doesn't talk. I believe. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's probably why we like it. Um, it's all that. There's no speech. It's all done through speech bubbles. 
there's just a lot of it to get through like you'll you'll swim around and obviously fair enough there's some tutorials and stuff to explain initially there's characters that do things at the bottom of the screen like you can pick one up that will uh, highlight when there's treasure nearby mm. fair enough but you know you don't need to go on about it um so yeah i found that a bit annoying and it it does keeps happening throughout the game but at least yeah. there's gameplay to sort of back it up in the worlds after that yeah but we were talking about um like we the levels you there's some levels you push uh, the rocks around mm. and the bottom screen is like the, the little mermaid i forget her name she's like try pushing the rocks around to open the path it's like, i get it yeah. <laughs> I get it. I've just done it. It's fine. There, there, there is a bit of hand-holding there, isn't there? Yeah. It, there, was, there was one section with the rock. This is in World 2, I think, with the rock pushing mostly. It's like the hot spring world. And um, you've got a rock that's falling down, and you need to drop it down this stream that's going upwards. The rock falls down the stream, but you can't go down the stream. It'll push you back up. So you've got to follow this path around to the left, meet the rock at the bottom, and knock it through this barrier before it falls all the way down out of view mm. um it's a fairly obvious puzzle but there's your your clam friend mo there sort of explaining it in quite a lot of detail and even saying that if you lose the border you can just leave the area and come back and it'll be there that's kind of intrinsic knowledge for any gamer really isn't it if, yeah. if something is broken you just leave the area and then come back and it respawns yeah so it, that was a kind of an example of um i mean fair enough it, you know games can be aimed at younger kids i'm not saying they yeah. can't that I mean that's that's good in a way. I, it's kind of a platform that I might introduce my daughter to. Um, it's really good, but it does it does uh, exemplify the the sort of age group they're they're kind of going for really. But yeah. um, in, despite that, I found I found quite a lot of interesting things to do in the levels. They get sort of new things. Uh, you know, I, I like any game that introduces a lot of new mechanics that are specific to that world. Um, it's just, just it just makes them feel a bit more you know pers- personal really well yeah um, it makes it feel like it's not just a you know you're not just not playing just a series a skin of, of the the old level yeah. again you know not just a series of courses with just where they vary things up a little bit but you might see recurring stuff i like mm. to I, I like to go into a world and know that everything there is unique so in snow, the world three which is a snowy level for instance there are um these snowmen that get built and if you knock them down these little penguins appear and start rebuilding them yeah did you I thought that was really cute. <laughs> There's um, in all the levels actually. There are little hidden mini games you can do. Like, uh, for example, there's this one in the in the snow world where you have to the snowman everywhere, and you have to keep as many knockdowns as possible before the penguins can rebuild them. And then you, uh, at the end of the time limit, if you've done enough of them, if you've kept enough of them down at that particular moment, you, um, if you complete that mini game, you unlock a little another level in the world map within that world hmm. and there's quite a few instances of that so there's quite a lot of content in here there's about four four or five levels in each world and then however many mini extra ones there are like that that you can unlock and there's like treasure chests and things to find so there's quite a lot going on i would say the treasure chests are always something disappointing though it's just like someone's diary entry yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i really don't care to be honest yeah. I, I, I i don't want to go back to to moaning about Zelda because I do like Zelda. I really like Zelda. <laughs> Sims honestly... wants to remind you that he actually does like Zelda, despite the fact that he's got about twenty issues with it that really wind him up. Yeah, honestly, I I do really like it. 
Uh, but it annoys me if, you know, I'll, I'll go find, like, a hidden path or something. I'll go off and, you know, find some chests. I think it's going to be something really good. And it's just rupees. Yeah, it's just rupees, yeah. It's yeah. just rupees. Yeah. They like it. But, yeah, it's like that. It's like, sometimes it's just... I don't I wanted something a bit more. Yeah, the reward needs to be, you know, appropriate for the amount of challenge that it's taken to get, get you there. Yeah. Um, did you get as far as the forest world, the world four? No, no, I think okay. the, the, the ice was as far as I got. Okay, to that's the fair. Ice world. So that introduced quite a few interesting things. You got like bouncy muds. It's mostly a platforming one, actually, out, out of the water platforming. So you got sort of mud to bounce on. You got these huge falling raindrops that you can swim within. And because they're falling, you've got to sort of quickly dash between them to get That's upwards cool. yeah, yeah it's really nice it's the kind of thing that not a lot not not every platformer could do based on their mechanics you know because he's got this dash move that he sort of dashes forwards incidentally if you do that dash too many times he gets dizzy doesn't he yeah uh for an annoyingly long period of annoyingly time. long time <laughs> yes he's just spinning around just yeah i get it can we get on with please um and then you've got these sort of foggy sections where you have to pick up a glowing mushroom and they sort of light the way and they dissolve stuff um and then after that, there's a, there's a cavern level where they've got the obligatory minecart stuff. So you're riding on a minecart and you've got to jump over gaps and things. And there's even a boss where there's a, there's a boss in the background with his own minecart. And you've got a cannon on your minecart to fire, uh, you know, cannonballs at him. That's nice. Yeah, the bosses were quite cool. You know, some of them were quite a challenge. It was just, it was, it was good. There's nothing like really, really groundbreaking here. Like each world had a few no. things to do. A lot of it you kind of seen before, but... There's nothing. Yeah, it's a good solid platformer. I was gonna say it's just it's just a good platformer. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, given it's not one of the most expensive games, but it is in terms of the DS. When you start getting to the sort of thirty or forty pounds and above, that tends to be the price bracket at the moment, at least, reserved for re, you know really collectible, really sort of special games or desirable games. So I, I was expecting maybe something a little bit more, given the how like the price of it and how people are sort of seem to really like it and are mm. after this game i thought there might be a bit more to it than than what i played but uh, you know i will like i say i didn't play it to completion i didn't get that far into it because it couldn't really compete with my <laughs> attention <laughs> for, with zelda yeah. um but yeah, I I like I, I it's a nice charming little character stuff he's, um, he's really cute did you ever leave him idle for a bit Yes. He gets in a sleeping bag. It's yeah. adorable. It's really, it is. really cute. That's like one of yeah, the best he's things just he does. A, I just lo- I love his animation. The way you the way he sort of just trots along with his two little pointers, his little pointy legs and Yeah. He's just, he's just really well animated and lovely. Yeah, it's worth knowing that actually that unlike Ristar who has obviously long arms and, and things, he's just a star. Like, he's just a star. Like the points of the star are his arms and legs, and he's got a top one for his head, and with a with a mouth and a, <laughs> a eyes in the middle, and that's him. He's just a star. Um, but the way he sort of moves around and like that is quite cool. It's like a man in a starfish suit, yeah. if you imagine, <laughs> <laughs> like the way it bends and things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Very cute. Very ador- Someone needs to make like a list of the best idle animations, don't they, in, in games? Because there's yes, so many great that's... ones, and that's a really good one. That should be on the list, I think. You know? Yeah, that should be, actually. Yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking now. Yeah, there, there's, yeah, some good idle animations. Obviously, you've got the infamous there. Sonic tapping, which sort of almost started the idle animation thing, I yeah. think, sort of, didn't it? But, and Earthworm Jim had a few, I think. Earthworm Jim, yeah. Um, I can't think of many others off the top of my head, but I, there definitely are some good ones out there. 
demonistic on that. Um, well, did you uh, did you like the, the the special abilities that the, the Bunston gives you? Like the he gets in like a suit. Yeah. So there's a dragon one, and in the ice world you get a seal one. Yeah, the well. seal one. Seal one was entertaining to play as because it sort of increases the speed. It makes you know um, makes it feel more more like uh, sort of the speed of Echo the Dolphin, I suppose, when he's dashing around. Yeah. Uh, underwater there's two more later on in the game I, I got one of them I didn't get as far as the other one there's, a, there's also a chicken who creates a sound wave that destroys enemies and a ghost I didn't get that far to, to find out what that was um, so that was quite nice nice little change pace uh, and I, he look, again he looks cute in that sort of the, the dragon one where he's, he's got like a patch in his stomach for his face to poke out <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he's a nice character I like him yeah. Um, I wonder. I I didn't look into what the other games were like no, in the I, series, but I, I wonder if they're just if they if it's all much of the same thing, or if it's like a Kirby where there's all different games and it's just he's the the common factor. I didn't look into a great deal either. I I probably should have done actually, but I think uh, the impression I got is that it's largely similar. Hmm. Uh, someone being interviewed about this game when they released said it was it, this game was a culmination of all of their best ideas from the previous games so i'm guessing it's that it's kind yeah. of similar but you know it's, they did five of them so they obviously really liked it hmm. anything else to talk about not really i did i didn't I wasn't blown away by the music i thought it was no. serviceable yeah it did, did but, the job but but uh, some of it was a bit repetitive, especially with the forest level, which you didn't get to. But it's no. extremely repetitive, that one. <laughs> no. um, so that's a bit of a shame there, a bit of a missed opportunity. But um, and the other, oh, another thing I hated is the the respawn of enemies. Where you just literally go off the screen, come back a bit, and they're back again. They're back again. I, I swear these are problems that we've solved since the NES era. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> Like yeah. enemies coming back after you defeat them, just when you wander away. I mean, that's that's not good, is it? Kind of annoying. They're they're rarely annoying. The enemies they just sort of float about and you, they're easy to bop. But you know, kind of weird. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I can't really think of anything else to say. It's, it's just a sort of nice platformer. It's just a nice platformer. Yeah. Mm. Um, I I can't say I really liked it. I can't say I disliked it. I thought it was it's just it's just a it's just a good platformer. It's a nice middle of the road platformer, yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that because I I you know I I I often say we need more. It sounds it sounds like I'm saying it in a in a pejorative sense, but we need more middle of the road games. Yeah, it's nice to just sink your time into something that isn't the best thing you've ever played. Yeah, like, it, like yeah, you can't constantly tr- be playing the best game that you've ever played, can you? Exactly. It's not. <laughs> it's, it, it's not trying to be, you know, this jaw-dropping technical marvel, yeah. and it, you know, it's and it's obviously not just a bit of shovelware chucked out to make a quick penny. No, you know, there's, there's effort. The there's, the there's loads of effort put into it to make it yeah. look nice. It all plays really nicely. It looks great. Um, yeah, it's a good yeah, game. Yeah, it's it's just a it's just a good game. Yeah, it's a bit like that Mars Super Army I was talking about earlier. Those. You know, nothing special at all. Just a sort of run-in-the-mill platform, but just a, a well, a well-made one. You know, nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, the the DS has a huge library, doesn't it? Oh, massive. And I, I feel like there's loads of little gems tucked away in there, or or even just reasonably good games. You know, I was look, I've been, I was looking through the like when I was like going through my phase where I was just gra- gathering loads of ROMs as quickly as I could. Um, it, 
there's so many like games that I'd never even seen before. A lot of them are like tie-ins for kids' TV shows and things like that. Like, and especially that era, like the, the kids' TV shows are shows I've never, literally, never heard of in my life. But you know, this... that's the thing because I think that the main audience, I think, for the DS, well, you know, came to be children. So I think a lot of parents bought it for their their kids. Yeah, you know, rather than one of the full-blown big consoles, it's something they could give them to play in the back of the car or on a trip or something. And I think as a result of that, a lot of the the games that got the most attention were, you know, movie tie-ins and Licensed kids games. tie-ins. And yeah, yeah. there's, there's got to be some good ones in there, though. I reckon. Like, there's obviously yeah. some stinkers, but the, the, you know, occasionally you get a licensed game that doesn't realise it's supposed to be a licensed game and it actually ends up being pretty, quite good. Well, yeah, Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin, yeah, absolutely, yeah. perfect example. Um, yeah, that that's the target market for DS and people who like to hold it on its side and play like Sudoku and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big part of their marketing push, yeah. wasn't it, at the time? <laughs> yeah. And oddly, uh, I've... Because I've, my mum bought a DS from someone when she when she someone where she worked was selling a DS. My mum was never into games at all, mm. and she, I went round there to visit her once, and she was like, "Oh, I've, I've bought a um, Nintendo DS." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and yeah, she, yeah, it was someone someone in work was selling, it, and she bought it just for Nintendogs. Oh really? Oh wow! Like she okay. she really wanted Nintendogs. Yeah. Um, but she got some other games with it, and one of them was like, "How to stop smoking." <laughs> For the Nintendo DS, and the other was like Noel Edmonds Telly Addicts. Oh, nice! It's like, Telly Addicts hasn't been on the TV for about three decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was on. It can't. It wasn't on in the, in the noughties, was it? No, Addicts? no I way. Have, I can't mean, ever imagined it would. No, that was his deal and or it, no deal period. So you can't. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it, this this stack of really random games, and it's yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's a very odd audience, a very odd library for the the DS. Very, yeah. very eclectic. Yes, it is very eclectic, isn't it? And it will, as was the Wii as well. That was Nintendo's mm. period where they were, you know, very successfully. To be fair, marketing it at people who'd never played games before, and it yeah. seemed to work for a while. I actually like buying what you would call shovelware games um, mm. for the Wii, and I don't know why. Um, I just there I is don't something know. quite charming about a lot of them. Isn't yeah. There? Yeah. I bought um I, I would t- I I want to get the name right. Hang on. Uh, it's for the Wii. I imported it from America as well. Um uh, which was probably not the most sensible use of money that I've ever had. Um <laughs> importing shovelware <laughs> from America. <laughs> yes, it was. I'll tell you what it was called. It's called Jerry Rice and Nitus's Dog Football. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's literally American football played with dogs. Um, but I, I, I what tried drew, playing What drew it. you to this game? Just the cover art. Okay. Just the cover art is is amazing. It's just these dogs in American football uniforms <laughs> <laughs> playing football. And uh, what's it's it's uh, officially sponsored by the Pet Sport League as well, which nice. I thought yeah. you know they that's not an organisation known to attach their name to subpar <laughs> no you know quality absolutely. products. Mm. Um, but I played it for about five minutes and realised that I haven't got the first idea how to play American football. Well, that was would have been my first question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I ain't got a clue. I, I dogs, don't know what's fair going enough, on. but I mean, yeah, presumably yeah. The, the dogs need to know how to play it. So, 
Well, the, do- the dog, yeah. The I dogs know, the, they're just waiting for your commands, really. They were just waiting for my command, and I was telling them to do things that would say, no, you can't do that. I was like, why can't I do that? Seems quite know. complicated, doesn't it, American football? Yeah. So, yeah, I played it for about five minutes to see the dogs, and then it's it's, it's been put back on the shelf, I'm afraid. Um, mm. And I can't, I'd be lying if I said I have any inclination to learn about American football. So... Um, mm, just to play a game with featuring dogs playing American featuring football. Featuring yeah. dogs... And if we're being brutally honest, I doubt it's the best representation of American football, even if I was into it. So Dogs or otherwise, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's probably better games out there if you're into, yes. <laughs> into American football. But. but I like it. I like games like that. Um, yeah. you, know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll buy them. I bought the, the Burger King ones as well. The Burger you King did, sneak, yeah, you talked about that before, haven't you? Yeah. Sneaking, yeah. So mm. I love stuff like that, yeah, yeah. pile it on. Jolly good. You know, keep your Uncharted's and your Tomb Raiders. I'll have, I'll have the dog football. The dog football, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, should we go on with the the next month's book club pick? Shall we? Yes. Is it is it dog football? No, it's not. Funny enough. Oh, <laughs> Imagine if I did. Tim, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. <laughs> no, I've got uh, actually, I've got two options but you're not going to pick them right let me explain oh okay <clears throat> no, no. <laughs> it's going to be decided by by fate essentially um the first option is is uh, berserk boy which is um i've had it on an incoming indie before it's coming out on early next month it's the sort of mega man sonic cross uh, 2d platformer Looks really nice, nicely okay, animated so and everything. But first look, look. game's one that's not out yet. Okay. Next well, no. One. Well, listen, 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 <laughs> listen. Okay. Right, it's coming out in early March. I have applied for a pair of keys, early access keys for us. A, a bit, parakeet. A, a pa- no, a pair of keys. Oh, a pair of keys. Not a parakeet. A pair of keys for us to get early access, possibly. To mm-hmm. and if we get if we get that within the next you know week or two, we'll be playing that. Okay. If we don't get that, or if we only get one of them, because they've got a limited amount of them, in fairness, uh, we'll be playing Ape Escape on the PlayStation. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! Yeah, well, I like Ape Escape. Yeah, I've never played it. Oh, I, um, oh it's lovely. It looks quite a fun game. Oh, it's great. So, we'll be playing... It sounds like you want to play that a lot more than the other one, so... I don't know. Well, I mean, well, I, if, if we don't play it this time, I think we'll it, it. it's okay. going to come up sooner or later, yeah. I, I, if we don't play it this time, I can make it my next book club pick. How about that? Yeah. Okay, so Berserk Boy, we're hopefully uh, going to get, fingers crossed. Um, obviously, if a couple of weeks go by and nothing happens, then we'll we'll play Ape Escape. And, um, you know, if I, if, or if I get a, a key... Uh, just one key. I'll I'll give it a play and give it a full review as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, those are the two possibilities decided by fate. So um, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. One of those next month. Yeah, okay. yeah no, that's a, that's a, a good selection. Mm. Cool. Okay. Um, in the meantime, you can get in touch with us uh, via the gift of email, podumup at gmail dot com via the gift of Twitter at Podumup and podumup.live is our website which for some reason I can't access but you assure me that you can so I think hopefully it should be fine let me just try it's fine. let me just it's try to see if it's fair. come back um, no it's not coming back that's weird isn't it that is weird because I've checked it on, on several devices yeah I've showed it on my phone as well it's fine it's just my it's laptop fine. here for some reason mm. so I don't know why that is if you can't access it do let us know but I think 
should be alright. There is another way you can access it, though, you remember. Uh, yeah, through the... Uh, there's a really long Spotify podcast link, isn't there? No, 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 Terror Player. Oh, Terror Player, yeah. Well, you can't yes. access that site, but you can access our past episodes via terrorplayer.com, which is a lovely yeah. um, online app thing, which has loads of gaming podcasts and loads of gaming music stations. Yes, and they, and they've been very generous to feature us, and we didn't mention them last episode. I felt a bit bad. Yeah, we, uh, yeah I forgot to mention them, didn't we? But yeah. yes, they, they always give us a retweet and everything, so... Um, yeah, good old uh, Terra player. Go and check it out. It's really, really good. Um, also, um, we did, also didn't mention the last couple of episodes. The, the Steam keys were still giving them away, you know. Oh, we yeah. We haven't stopped. <laughs> we haven't stopped. Yeah, I, I sent you over a couple of Steam keys and you were like, oh, I forgot about that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, no, there's loads. That if you just got in touch with us, got on the email or the Twitter from the, the, the podumup at gmail.com or at podumup. And just tell us uh, how long you've been listening for and what you listen to us on. You can help yourself to a free Steam key on the house. No no charge, nothing. We've got Even a... if your answer is, I, I've been listening to you for about five minutes and got fed up of tips and then did, shut it off, yeah. that still qualifies. Still you. qualifies. Still, still yeah. qualifies. Yeah, we, we want to hear from you. Uh, we've got, what have we got here? We've got Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, A Short Hike, Biomutant, Death Stranding, Two Point Campus, Hell Pie, uh, Chivalry 2, Hotshot Racing, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, loads of stuff. Loads and loads of stuff. Big games, small games, some as big as your head. You know, we've got them. So we're, they're just sitting there. No one's taking them. We want, <laughs> we want you to come and take them off of us because they're just yeah. building up and up. Tibbs just keeps getting more of them, uh, chucking them on the pile. Um, so yeah, please get in touch with us. Tell us, uh, you know, those things that I mentioned earlier. But also tell us, you know, what you like about the show, any book club ideas, anything at all. It'd be great to hear from people. It'd be really nice. Hmm. Um, I'm sure I meant to say something else, but I've forgotten what it is. So I guess that's it then. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> By the way, last time we were talking about The Simpsons, I couldn't, oh, yeah. I couldn't believe I couldn't think of a, a good Simpsons quote. I think I was focused on thinking, finding my favourite Simpsons quote. But I was listening back and I think, come on, I, I, I've literally been doing nothing but finding Simpsons quotes <laughs> before prior to that. So I'm going to come up with one now. Okay. 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 I hate it when the waffles stick together. <laughs> Sticking together is what good waffles do. There you go. That's a that's a good Simpsons quote there to end on. <laughs> good gravy, thank you. It's just brown and water. <laughs> oh, that's so. I I really enjoyed that episode actually. It's great. Yeah. It was great because I haven't been watching a lot of Simpsons in the last few years, obviously because my wife doesn't enjoy it and doesn't like it on the TV. So um, I sort of fell out of it really. So it was nice to watch a few episodes again re- yeah. go back to some some lovely times I do worry the last episode I was going to say it was just us laughing at our own jokes but it wasn't even our own jokes it was us laughing at uh, snippets of Simpsons s- references yeah that you wouldn't get if you didn't know what they were no. <laughs> no. I, most people do will know them especially because they're all from the classic era and everyone you know everyone yeah. knows all those ones you know, yeah. go, and go, go, back to, go back and listen to that if you haven't it was a really good episode um, and it had the Podmob Awards in it as well. Yeah. 
Mm. Incidentally, we need to make another trophy for Capcom now, don't we? Yeah, we do actually. <laughs> the offer, the offer remains eternally open. Eternally open. You've got two of them now. You've you've amassed two trophies from us now, Capcom. You've got yeah. to accept them. Tibbs is going out to the uh, the um, what's that shop that you can make a trophy from? Well, I think they shut down. I'm going to have to oh. go. There was a little engraving place down the road. I think I honestly think they're closed now. I'm going to have to find somewhere else oh, to get a trophy engraved. Get a trophy engraved for Capcom. Just just send it to their head office. Yeah, <laughs> it'll probably be like a darts board or something because that's all they seem to have. But you know, yeah. it's it's a thought that counts. Yeah, there you go. Thought that counts. Okay, well, we'll see you next time where we'll be playing either Berserk Boy or um, Ape Escape. So yeah, catch you then. Actually. No, I'm just thinking. Sorry, I'm just thinking about Ape Escape. Okay. I'm just wondering if they, if they, anyone sells those hats that the apes wear with the lights on. Maybe. Oh yeah, it's got like a little siren on there, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, if they haven't done a promotional one of those, they like, must have done. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm Ape Escape hat. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. Hang on. Um, Ape Escape hat. Anyway, uh, see you later, everyone. <laughs> bye. Um, We're just bye. looking it up. Ape Escape hat. No, I don't look like it. It's uh, just people caps. Okay. Anyway. All I'll right. find out by the next episode. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.